Welcome back to Six Minute Sex Ed, the podcast that helps people talk about sex and relationships. My name's Kim Cavill. I'm a sex education teacher, and I'm so glad you're listening. I make this podcast for busy people to listen to together. Listen together and then talk about it. For more information about me, check out my website, teaandintimacy.com. This week's episode is level two, which makes it more complex than the level one episodes and especially good for families with teenagers. This week's episode is about coercion, which means I'm going to give a brief content warning that we're going to discuss sexual coercion and sexual pressure. When I teach in classrooms, I get a lot of questions about different types of sexual violence. We're going to focus on coercion today. Coercion is when someone is refused or told no, and rather than accepting the refusal, they try a variety of tactics to change the person's no into a yes. Coercion can be really subtle and insidious, so I'm going to give three different examples to more clearly illustrate what coercion is and what it looks like. In our first example, one person asks another person for a nude, and they're told no. But instead of accepting no and just moving on, instead, they keep asking, and keep asking, and asking, and then whining, and then ordering, Maybe bribing, maybe blackmailing. They do this until the other person feels like the only way to make the harassment and coercion stop is to just send the nude. Okay, here's a second example of coercion. Two lovers have been dating for a while, and they have sex regularly, always using condoms. One time, just as they're about to have sex, one lover says to the other, Hey, let's not use the condoms tonight. Let's just do it raw. And the other person says, no, I'm not comfortable with that. I'd rather use the condoms. But instead of accepting the refusal, the other person says, don't you trust me? Or you must not really love me. If you really love me, you'd be okay with doing it without the condoms. Here's a third example of coercion. A senior in high school starts to date a freshman at the same high school. The senior has a car and a job. And they give the freshman rides everywhere and pay for everything. One night, after a movie, they're in the car and they start making out. The senior tries to take off the freshman's shirt, but the freshman says, Hey, I don't want to do this right now. You're moving really fast. But instead of respecting the person's boundaries, the senior says, Look, we've been dating for almost a month and I've been paying for everything and driving you everywhere. Don't you think you should start doing some things for me too? All three of those situations are examples of coercion because you have one person in each situation who draws a boundary or issues a refusal, and you have another person who doesn't respect that boundary and tries to use manipulative tactics to cross that boundary or make that boundary disappear.
So what should a person do when someone else says no and refuses their romantic gestures or sexual advances? Well, they should accept it and stop. That's it. There's no wiggle room there. Movies, TV shows, and pop culture in general might tell us that persistence is romantic, but that's romance as entertainment. That's not romance in real life, and in real life, it's not romance, it's coercion. No one likes to be rejected. It's really painful. So if you've been rejected and you feel lonely, aggrieved, embarrassed, humiliated, sad, frustrated, angry, or disappointed, you're perfectly entitled to those feelings. But you've also got to remember that your feelings are your job. Reach out and talk to a friend about how you feel. And if you feel really alone, text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741741, which is the crisis text line, to speak to a counselor anonymously. And what do you do if you've been coerced? or someone's coercing you? If someone's threatening your physical safety or making you feel emotionally unsafe or violating your autonomy, you must tell someone you trust. Coercion makes people feel all alone. I know, I've been there. And telling someone can feel insurmountable, but you're too important to keep this to yourself. So you've got to try. If you don't feel safe enough to tell anyone you know, call RAIN, R-A-I-N-N, at 1-800-656-4673 for anonymous help, or you can use their online chat service. The link is in the show notes. If you're safe, but you're being pressured, you've got to practice being assertive. What does that sound like? Let's go back to that freshman and that senior in the car. So let's say the senior says, look, we've been dating for almost a month and I've been paying for everything and taking you everywhere. So don't you think you should start doing things for me too? The freshman could say, I really appreciate all the gifts, but they don't buy you access to my body or my time. If you feel like this is unfair, we can talk about dates that don't cost much money or you could come over so that you don't have to drive us places. But this isn't the time or the way to have this conversation. And the senior might say, yeah, look, I'm just frustrated because I'm putting in all this money and all this time and, you know, you want to take things so slow. The freshman could say, yeah, I get you're feeling frustrated, but I need to take things slow. And if you can't handle that, then we need to slow things down even more and talk about whether we're even on the same page. Right now, though, I'd like to go home because I'm feeling pressured and uncomfortable. And if you're too upset to take me home safely, I'll head back into the theater and I'll call myself a ride. Being assertive takes practice, especially if you're not used to it. So if you need some tips, check the show notes for a really good article full of lots of useful tips. Here's the bottom line. It's wrong to coerce people into doing things they don't want to do. And if it's happening to you, it's unjustifiable. It's not your fault, and you deserve help and support. That brings us to conversation starters. First, Describe a situation where you were coerced. How'd it make you feel? How'd you handle it? If you could go back, would you do anything differently? Next, if someone tried to coerce you into doing something, who would you tell? What would you want that person to do? 
Thanks so much for listening today. Remember, you can send questions and comments to sixminutesexed at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram and you can find me on Twitter. See you in a couple weeks with another episode. 